Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Carol Woolham Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I are so pleased to bring in some special guests throughout 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Today is the last installment of our interview with fellow creative and friend Ken Bartle. Ken is a retired Lutheran pastor, but continues to use his creative gifts on stage at the Sixth Street Theater and around his own home. We start today by jumping into the middle of a conversation about Ken's talent and creativity with his sewing machine. Well then, let's get started with episode four of the Dreams and Bones podcast for the month of April, our interview with our good friend, Ken Bartle. So Uncle Ken would take in dresses oh, and yeah. let them out and mm-hmm. take them in and make them shorter and make them longer. And <laughs> so it would be hanging up on our, on our door when we came home. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you learn to sew? I started in high school. I worked at a canvas shop oh, wow. sewing tarps. Huh. And from that, I started making vests for a singing group that we were in. Mm-hmm. Had my own tie company. Mm-hmm. It called Spruce Noose. Oh, really? Yeah. And huh. I sold out of a really exclusive men's store in Polson. Huh. And... Wow. Um, so yeah that was something my mom didn't sew and i mean she'd mend and stuff but and you know i took home ec and you know learned how to do it but then there was never anyone there to kind of keep me going and and it yeah. was something i always wish i would have been able to do one of our daughters zoe did keep it going and um actually my sister-in-law is a very good sewer so she kind of had her to help a little bit but yeah i always yeah. thought that that i would have liked to have been able to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sewed all of our uh, Brady's clothes from mm-hmm. there yeah. when she was really small. Mm-hmm. Wow. All her Easter outfits. Yeah. And so. <laughs> very nice. Oh, very okay. good. <laughs> well, our experience tells us that all creative people occasionally run into roadblocks that make the creative process more difficult. These may be things outside of us, outside of our control, but many times they are internal. Julia Cameron, in her book, The Artist's Way, refers to the censor, this negative voice inside our heads. In his book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield talks about resistance, an internal force that stands in the way of any positive act of creativity. So can you give us some examples of encountering this and then hopefully overcoming those negative voices of resistance? I I think any time I start a new project, uh, um, I will go... Mm, is this what I really want to do? Is this, oh, I don't know if I can do this mm-hmm. or not. One of the houses we lived in had a moisture problem, and so the church decided to put in uh, an earth stove. Mm-hmm. Well, we needed to have some kind of backing so that it didn't catch the walls on fire. <laughs> so I had a bright idea. 
I was going to build a brick wall behind it. <laughs> Never, ever in my life had I ever <clears throat> did brickwork. <laughs> but I ended up doing brickwork. Mm -hmm. And the, the highest compliment I got was from our son who was in college. And he came home and said, wow, that looks really good. <laughs> And you know, and that with, was before YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yes. <laughs> but I had bloody fingers yes. <laughs> because I couldn't do, you know, the mm -hmm. the rock work it without my hands touching sure. it and doing each piece. Wow. But, but you know, I I think I put the negativity sure. in. Okay, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. You've never done it before. Okay, let's try it anyway. Yeah. yeah. But well, it, and I think about you even talking about being in school and being very shy, and there must have been some moment, you know, where you would take that small part, or you would kind of you gradually were able to be more comfortable talking in front of people, being yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. It. It was extremely hard at times. Um, even at uh, going to seminary, we had a, a class that we jokingly called Poovies Movies. Oh. <laughs> and it was a preaching class that uh, at the end you had to be filmed in front of the class. Mm. And uh, then it was critiqued by the entire class and the oh. teacher. And I remember sweating bullets mm -hmm. because, again, you know, it, it, it's just I'm not out there. <laughs> right. and, and some of my teachers even would say that uh, he, he's a really good student, but he's an enigma. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I have a tendency to step back and right. not be in the forefront. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's just, yeah, again, part of my personality. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. Thank heaven for theater because right. it's yep. pushed me out of my shell. Yeah, and I think about how probably the work in the theater also helped with the preaching. And I mean, they probably all yeah. kind of worked together. They, and They yeah. did, yeah. yeah. It really did. Mm -hmm. um, timing, right. telling a, a short story. Yes. or yeah. you know, It all, all goes together yeah. to be creative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And have you ever had the experience of being so into a character in the theater that it bled over into Sunday morning preaching? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, when I did Escanaba in the Moonlight, I grew my beard. And, of course, standing up in, into the pulpit, I had this long beard standing there. And every once in a while, because of Jimmer's language, I... I would get a word or two wrong, oh. so uh, it, and I, everybody would laugh. Uh -huh. You know, everybody understood. Right, and, and you know, it just it was fun. It yeah. was fun. That's yeah. great. Yeah, my my experience was was with the miser, and we had done I don't know several shows over the weekend, and then I was filling in for the pastor on Sunday morning, and suddenly I realized. I was moving my hands <laughs> like the miser. Oh, that's a miser. That's I'm Harpagon suddenly. Stop it. Pull him back. Put him away. Put him on the shelf and yes. see if you can yes. be you instead of that guy. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing how some of that carries mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. So what are some what is you know, looking back on your theater times, what are some of the your favorite performances oh. that you've done? Oh. I have to say that Guys on Ice yeah. was one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and Paul, I just that was so much fun to do it, it with wonderful. you, and you know that one. Um, Escanaba in the moonlight that really put me out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. because number one, Jimmer's had a drink like a fish, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that that's not exactly me. Right. Um, I mean, my first scene, I was, and you guys were drinking. Uh, we did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had I my first scene, I had a shotgun a beer, <laughs> and <laughs> I would literally. Go home, drain part of the can of beer, put a, a cap over it, so that when they did it, I didn't have to try drinking a whole can of That's beer. Right. And so, you know, again, that was a fun role. And gosh, there's been so many over the years. Mm -hmm. I I could. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you know when you're you start thinking about or you, or all come across like. Oh yeah, this was done, and I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, I've kind of forgot about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did one that was uh, I had to play two characters, a sister and a brother. Oh, and yes, I had I to that. I had to do a quick change back mm -hmm. scene, backstage, and um, had to change costume while I was arguing with myself, <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Crazy, craziness, yes, but yes. it was a fun show to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Just, but I think all along the way, my favorites are still musicals. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love Me musical too. comedy and musicals, mm -hmm. and right. Uh, again, the singing aspect. Yeah. And yes, yeah. Godspell. Mm -hmm. Godspell. Yes, yeah. that's one. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites. That was fun. Yeah. I was going to say, I came across a copy of The Inlander, a local magazine that did a feature story on the theater. Mm -hmm. This was, this was, was some time ago. To, yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, uh, Vern Hansen was a big, was a big part of it, but, but. Ken got mentioned because of the the Lutheran pastor in uh, the motorcycle garb, um, <laughs> and and I think that you were singing the Weird Al Yankovic tune. <laughs> oh so. yeah. yeah, one last minute, <laughs> one more minute, one more minute, yeah, classic Ken Bartle performance. <laughs> that has popped up many many times. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and I did theater in, in Coeur d'Alene, too. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. We did uh, Damn Yankees and um, what's the one with the two old spinsters? Oh, Arsenic and Old Lace. Arsenic and oh, Old yes. Lace, yeah. In fact, I was on stage during our annual conference for for the church. Um <laughs> And I was supposed to accept my 30-year certificate. And so Sherry had to accept it for me and tell the bishop that I was on stage. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Very good. But, well, this has been wonderful, filling in some of the gaps. We've known you for so long, but this was really fun to get to, to visit with you uh, about right. that. And, uh, yes, welcome to the world of creativity. You oh. finally discovered your creative. <laughs> What a deal. Yeah, yeah. All these creative, crazy people. That's right. That's right.
There it is, folks, episode four for the month of April, the final episode with Pastor Ken Bartle. But, Carol, I'm looking at the calendar, and we have one more Friday in the month of April. What do we have coming up next week? Well, Paul, I think after four months of interviews, it's time for us to reflect back on what we've heard from our guests so far and maybe try and answer some of the interview questions ourselves. Do you think there's a way for us to take comments or questions from our listeners next Friday as well? Maybe they could send us questions or comments during this next week or join us in some kind of live chat uh, where we could read their questions. Let's think about that, Mr. Technology. And if we can't do it this month, July, September, and December, I'll have a fifth Friday too. Friends, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members and this month's podcast subscribers for helping support the Dreams and Bones podcast. And as always, if you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Roberts. Join us next week for a special fifth Friday episode of your Dreams and Bones podcast.